Hey friends, we're coming to the end of the year. It's been 2021. It's an odd year and it's felt odd in a lot of ways. We're heading into 2022, but we're also closing out 1 Corinthians. I know some of you guys are rejoicing. Uh, I'm not going to say whether or not I'm rejoicing or not, but I will tell you it has been so encouraging. Now, here's the thing about closing out a year. Closing out a year is a time that if you take advantage of it, it could be really fruitful how you tackle the next year. For instance, this past year at Outpost, when we look back and see what God has done in our first full calendar year, it's pretty amazing. Our community groups have met hundreds of times to live life together, to talk about how God's been feeding their soul, feeding your flesh, feeding others. And it has resulted in fruitful ministry. People have come to know Jesus. People have confessed sin and found freedom from bondage to sin. It's been wonderful. Okay, we've read thousands of verses. We've served thousands of hours. We've done training courses, discipleship courses. Uh, We have prayed thousands of prayers and see God answer. And we're still waiting for God to answer. And we have all been growing towards Christ. And it's been amazing. No matter where you are in your journey to following Jesus, all of us have been moving progressively towards him. And that's the goal. But we're not done yet. Jesus has not returned yet. And so we got more work to do. We're looking forward to 2022. But let me reflect a little bit into 1 Corinthians. What have we learned in 1 Corinthians that, uh, that God has encouraged us with? Number one, we started off talking about divisions in the church. You know, things that were bringing about conflict and, and, uh, and division. Things like self-centeredness that led to strife. Uh, people getting too caught up in their own giftings and abilities and We've talked about how we need to be confessive of that. In fact, that our spiritual gifts were meant to serve one another, that we're called to build up the body of Christ. And then we talked about uh, what the definition of marriage is and that God is calling us to build into our marriages, but most of all, to follow Jesus, to be married to Christ. And that's what we're called to do. We looked at 1 Corinthians uh, 13 in the way of love, that love truly is the greatest virtue that we could ever walk in. And we're called to love one another. We talked about speaking in tongues and and prophecy and all the things that come with that. If you remember, we talked about order within the church and how there needs to be a structure because it honors God. And in the last few weeks, we've talked about our resurrection bodies, how we've got a hope beyond this world. We've got a hope beyond 2021. And so now we're ending with 1 Corinthians 16. We're going to look at the whole chapter. And so as we go into this, I want to encourage you. If you're a member at Outpost, you're a member of another church, you're part of a community group, uh, maybe you don't have a community group, but you've got some friends who are believers. I want to encourage you to sit down with your community, sit down with your friends, and take some good time to look back at 2021 and reflect on all the ways you've seen God at work in your life. Where were you when you started 2021, January 1? What has God done along, all along the way? What books did you read? What things did you learn? What people did you help get to help on their way to Jesus? Sit down together and be encouraged by that. And then as uh, you listen to this and listen to chapter 16, I want you to listen to this and talk with your community about how this can be a motivator for how you tackle and run into 2022. I'm excited about 2022. I'm excited about chapter 16. And uh, we're going to take off on together. So let me read chapter uh, 16, verses 1 through 4. We're going to take chunk after chunk. And I think there's a lot that God has for us. All right? So 16, verses 1 through 4, it says this. Now, concerning the collection for the saints... As I directed the churches of Galatia, so also uh, are uh, so you also are to do. On the first day of every week, each of you is to put something aside and store it up, as he may prosper, so that there will be no collecting when I come. And when I arrive, I will send those 
whom you accredit by letter to carry your gift to Jerusalem. If it seems advisable that I should go also, they will accompany me. All right, so what is Paul talking about? Basically, he's just saying, hey guys, I want y'all to, every single week, set aside some money. You get to determine it, right? Because that's like 2 Corinthians 9. All right, the Lord loves a cheerful giver, but it's not supposed to be compulsory. It's not supposed to be a percentage. It's between you and the Lord, but you set it aside. When we come, we're going to get everybody's together, and we're going to take that money, and we're going to steward it well by taking it to Jerusalem to support our brothers. Now, what can we learn from this? Number one, it's, it's an expectation that every believer is financially a part of the mission of God, all right? We give our time, we give our talent, but we also give of our treasure. And so he's encouraging them to do so. And like I just said, it's, it's the amount that uh, you determine between you and the Lord. And I would say here at Cody, as we look at 2022, this is an encouragement to me to go, all right, Bonnie, I, what are we looking to give this next year? Every single week, what do we want to commit to the mission of God? How do we want to be a part of it with our finances? Because I've heard it said, people go, you know, well, hey, you know, these dollars are mission dollars or, hey, this is the Lord's money. But I would challenge you to look at your bank account and show me, show somebody which one of the dollars in your bank account is not the Lord's money. Now, God's giving you some money to steward, to take care of your family. But how can I, how can we uh, steward our resources in a way that's going to lead to fruitful ministry here, there, and to the ends of the earth? All right? Now, the next thing that Paul does, he's going to talk about some travel plans. Now, it seems like it's not going to matter. Like, Paul's not traveling to Cody. Why do we need to know this? There's something important in here that you need to see. So let me read it, and you can follow along as I read it. It says this, verse 5. I will visit you after passing through Macedonia, for I intend uh, to pass through Macedonia, and perhaps I will stay with you or even spend the winter so that you may help me on my journey wherever I go. For I do not want to see you now just in passing. I hope to spend some time with you, if the Lord permits but I will stay in Ephesus until Pentecost for a wide door for effective work has opened to me and there are many adversaries. Verse 10, when Timothy comes, see that you put him at ease among you for he is doing the work of the Lord as I am. So let no one despise him. Help him on his way in peace that he may return to me for I am expecting him with the brothers. All right. I don't want to dive into all the little details, but I want you to see kind of an overarching thing as a lesson for us as we head into 2022. Paul is on a mission to see that churches are planted all over the Roman world because he wants people to know Jesus and hear the gospel, which is the free gift of salvation to all who believe, okay? And that mission that Paul was on was being supported by the Corinthian church. It was being supported by churches all over. And because of the work of Paul, because of this Bible, because of the letter that he wrote 2,000 years later in a city called Cody, Wyoming, we have been blessed for the last nine months to be edified by it and grown by it. Our church exists because of believers that track back all the way to Paul and his day. So what I want you to see here, the Corinthian church got to be a part of not just being discipled by Paul, but by sending Paul. And I want to be a church, whether you're at Outpost or some other church, I want the Church of Cody to be a place where we are consistently, persistently discipling people who then we can send to go plant churches and be about making disciples everywhere. That's our job. That's what we're called to do. And so when Timothy eventually comes to know the Lord and he travels with Paul, he gets discipled up. Now Timothy's on a journey to do the same. You know, I think a lot of us, we, we don't know that God would ever use us to do something like that. 
But I want to tell you in 2022, every single day that we have in 2022, we want to be a people who are discipling others, discipling you and you discipling me so that we might be a church planting church. We're not here to make much of ourselves. We're here to make much of Christ and our days will come to an end. There will be a year where we are not a part of it one day. And the decisions we make each day in 2022 is going to lead to fruit in 2023 and 24 and 25 and 36 if the Lord tarries. And you get to be a part of that as you invest of your time, talent, and treasure into people who can then go share with others. And Paul was living that. And we can live that as well. It's not just for Paul. and It's not just for pastors. It's for you. Now, he gives some final instructions in 12 through 18. And I want you to hear this because there's something special about this. Uh, we, the Church of Cody and Outpost and everybody who listens, you are not the only church in the world and we are not the only leaders in this town. So let me read this. It says this, Now concerning our brother Apollos, I strongly urged him to visit you with the other brothers, but it was not at all his will to come now. He will come when he has opportunity. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. Now I urge you, brothers, you know that the household of Stephanus were the first converts in Achaia and that they have devoted themselves to the service of the saints. Be subject to such as these and to every fellow worker and laborer. I rejoice at the coming of Stephanus and Fortunatus and Achaicus, Because they have made up for your absence, for they refreshed my spirit as well as yours. Give recognition to such people. I want to tell you, uh, it's been so fun to plant outposts and to run together. But as we've done this, our family has kind of grown and we uh, have seen God do amazing things. But the reality is, guys, we're not the only church that exists on this planet. There are other great leaders and uh, and pastors and missionaries and people discipling and doing work all over the world. And we get to have this little corner called Cody where we get to seek the welfare of the city, seek the welfare of the people. But as we've done this, God has raised up names of people who who could go and do this work. And in Paul's day, it's guys like Apollos and and Timothy and Titus and Achaicus and Stephanus and Fortunatus. And all these people, they're a part and they're famous for wanting to pursue what God was doing. They jumped in on the mission. It wasn't just Paul's mission anymore. It was theirs. And I'm so thankful at Outpost for all the names uh, of the people who are a part of this local body and the body of the Church of Cody who are living this. I want to I read off just some names uh, of some families, okay? And uh, I'm going to read this list, and you might hear they're not all a part of Outpost, and it's not all the names, but I think of like the Hanleys, the Waterworths, the Kleinfelts, the Thomases. Monfelts, Kings, Williams, Trotters, Deweys, the Guns, Heritage, Dana Miller, Begardis, Clodson, Rivera, Jackson, Shaw, Scotts, Laco, Mong, and Whites. That's just 21 families, 21 missionary outposts spread out all over the city of Cody, seeking the welfare, making disciples. Just 21 families, 21 outposts. There's far more than that in Cody. And I pray that we be a place, every single family, seeking the welfare of the city, working together, realizing that we get to be a small part of the bigger picture. And God is going to work through us if we continue to trust in him and make the gospel about him and about his grace and his kindness towards us in the beloved, in Jesus. And my prayer is, as we seek to do that together, that he would be giving glory 
And then in Cody, his name would become famous, and that he'd be glorified. It's not about outposts. It's not about any church here. It's about Jesus. And in 2022, you get to be a part of that. You get to jump in. Verse 19 says this. The churches of Asia send you greetings. Aquila and Prisca, together with the church in their house, send you hearty greetings in the Lord. All the brothers send you greetings. Greet one another with a holy kiss. You know, I'm not going to get to come to your house and give you a holy kiss this Sunday. Uh, even if it was another Sunday, I probably wouldn't do that either. It's very weird. Um, instead, I'll just kiss my wife at my house. But uh, I want to tell you, I love you. Outpost family, the church, whoever's listening, we love you. We greet you. We're so thankful we get to run together this past year. May God give us another year that we get to just serve him, serve together. It may be a blast, maybe be fun, and maybe be glorified. Let me read these final words as kind of a, as a uh, goodbye to 2021 with you guys. It says, I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. It's personal. If anyone has no love for the Lord, let him be accursed. Our Lord, come. Maybe it'll be 2022. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. My love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Amen. Love you, Apos Community Church. We'll see you in 2022.